1: Welcome to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. This program is designed to discuss trends in real estate investing, promote financial literacy, and learn how to create financial freedom for your life. Get the hottest tips from experts in real estate investing and more. Now, here's your host, Lori Wetzel.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this fine US of A and across the world. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. Real stands for Real Estate and Financial Literacy. I'm so excited today. I've been working uh, quite a while to have our guest on today, and I'm thrilled that she accepted the invitation. Um, But before we get started... Uh, A little bit about our show for our new listeners. This show is designed to reach open-minded individuals who are willing to explore opportunities in real estate investing and financial literacy. So it's just not about buying and selling houses. It's so much more than that. It's about creating legacy for your children and your grandchildren. It's about creating lifestyles. Whatever it is that you want to create, and it's about not only uh, financial freedom, but more importantly, time freedom, so that you can do the things that you want to do and also make a difference in this world. Now, I'm your host, Lori Wetzel, and you may say, well, why should I listen to Lori? Lori, Well, I will tell you why. Besides being an accomplished and professional real estate investor, mentor, coach, trainer, and speaker, I also will not let you play small. You see, I am a light bringer, a magic maker, a world shifter, and a game shaker. I will challenge you break you open, uplift, and expand you so that your world expands around you as well. Welcome, one and all. Today, we are discussing um, rental units, multi-million rental units, and how you can create that passive income, and you know what? In order to do that, and with any real estate investing, you've got to be educated, The education is what mitigates the risk. If anybody tells you real estate investing is not risky, you want to run from them because they are not telling you the truth. Just stop and think about it. If you are flying on a jet plane and you're sitting comfortably in your seat, buckled up, and the pilot would come over the intercom and say, Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I just completed my three-day boot camp on flying this plane. Have a safe trip. No, you would not tolerate that. You would unbuckle your seatbelt and bolt off the plane and down the jet bridge. Because a three-day boot camp would not be enough for you to be successful, So the key is to become educated. Uh, My company, the Wetzel Group Inc., we represent a real estate investing education company. But the key is this. We invest in people, not just real estate. That is critical. So you're going to be able to create what you want in your future through two tools. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit. The first tool real estate education there's a saying from the elders when you know better you do better so you take the education and a knowledge listen knowledge is not power applied knowledge is power so you've got to take the education as well as execute it we offer 42 different real estate investing strategies through our online education system We have multiple learning tracks, not just your basic fix and flip, Most a lot of the companies they offer that. We also have classes under buy and hold, multi-units, short sales, seller finance notes, tax liens and deeds, even commercial real estate. It's also online, everybody's schedule is busy, we have a 24 hour clock. I get it. Some people may watch the classes at 2 a.m. in the morning, maybe at 7 p.m. in the evening. You can stop, pause, get a sandwich, rewind. Uh, it's according to your self-paced schedule, right? So it's convenience. It's also available, uh, mobile accessible. So if you have a quick moment or two uh, with your tablet or your mobile phone, you can do that as well. You can download the information on an MP3 file format and transfer that file to your favorite listening device. So if you have an extremely long commute, why listen to all the negative news that's out there? Listen to something that's going to give you a return on your investment. So it works wonders for that as well. In our education, you're going to learn how to increase your cash flow and stop living paycheck to paycheck. That is critical, folks. There are too many people out here that are one foot on a banana peel and one step away from total financial disaster because they are living paycheck to paycheck. Not good. You want to change that. Now, here's the second tool. The first tool is online real estate investing education. you got to be educated. You want to have that transactional confidence to make offers on real estate deals and to execute those deals or back out of them with your contingency plans if need be because if a red flag pops up, And you're educated you recognize that red flag and you want to get out of the deal. You want to know how to do that as well. But here's the second tool. Being able to work with a community of wealth minded individuals so that you can think about your finances differently. For example, do you know how to treat your retirement plan like a chicken and not a nest egg? Do you? See, the nest egg mentality mentality is dead. You cannot save your way to wealth. Newsflash let me say that again. You cannot save your way to wealth. That is a nest egg mentality. Do you know how to treat your retirement plan like a chicken? A chicken lays eggs. It reproduces. You want your retirement plan to be able to to grow as well. How about this? Do you know how to pay less in taxes? Legally, honestly, ethically, right? You want to pay your fair share in taxes. That's what Americans do. But you get to determine what that fair share is if you're educated. You want to learn how to leverage your resources. You know, there are many uh, perspectives on currencies, right? Not just money. Money is actually a commodity. But, you know, knowledge, time, education, relationships. But there's another currency out there, and it's called leverage. You want to be able to leverage your resources So that you have the ability to make money while you are sleeping. Now, poor people or people who are not educated, they use money as currency. Right? There's very little return on that when you use money as currency. Plus, you're taxed at the highest rate if you are a W-2 employee. Wealthy people use leverage as currency and cash as velocity to maximize that return on investment. Well, what do I mean by that? Cash is velocity. That means that their money is used to pay down their debt quicker so that they have the ability to take that money and reinvest it into new deals. Cash is velocity. You know, we have a saying If you hang out with four broke people, guess who the fifth one might be? No, people say that your net worth will be within 10% of the people that you network with. That's why it is so critically important to work with wealth-minded communities, right? Real estate investing is a team sport, not an individual sport. You also want to be able to read books. Readers are leaders. So personal development books, financial literacy books, leadership books, all of those are critical. Uh, in our book club, book club, we've read various books. Uh, last month in September, it was The Power of Broke by Damon Johns. So this month, I believe we are reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. So it's a variety of books that we read, and it's all for personal development. Now, I want you to join us for our monthly real estate workshop. It can be either live if you are in the Chicagoland area or online. Now, seating is limited. So call 312 312- Four seven three four three zero zero. Again, 312-473-4300. 312-473-4300. We have a monthly real estate workshop for the month of October. It is on fix and flip. So we have our instructor, Darren Davis, that will be in the Chicagoland area. He has created a number of deals. He's earned over a million dollars. We would not allow him to instruct without meeting that minimum criteria. He's a current active real estate investor and newsflash. He is creating his own television show. So I'd really love for you to come meet him in person, either live or online, wherever you are. Uh, the uh, internet is the beautiful thing. You can web stream it. And once again, dial in if you want more information, 312-473-4300. So our goal is to teach you about keeping wealth, right, through tax mitigation, paying less in taxes. Also, interest reduction so that you can significantly reduce your debt. We're also going to talk about owning your own business for tax write-offs and being able to build business credit as well as real estate investing which is key to create massive and passive income. Now let me share with you should you choose to do this get educated real estate investing plug into a wealth-minded community. If you do this you're going to start A small business, you're going to pay less in taxes. You're going to learn how to use leverage as currency. You're going to gain access to Rockefeller-type financial strategies. What do I mean by that? Being able to create generational wealth. And you're going to network with wealthy-minded individuals. Wealth is a mindset. Now, if you choose not to do this, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. But you will still continue to pay more in taxes. You're going to pay more in interest. And it's going to be a challenge to leave a legacy for your children, your grandchildren. It's going to be tough to build that generational wealth. And it's also going to be tough to make a difference in your community. This world needs you wealthy. Because it's not up to the politicians. It's not up to the celebrities and the entertainers. It's up to people like you and me, our listening audience, to make a difference. So we're going to head off for a break. We'll be right back come back I'm going to introduce you to Kathy Fetke who is a seasoned real estate investor I'm so pleased that she's decided to come on the show we're going to chat about real estate investing we'll be back in a moment with keeping it real with Lori Wetzel
3: From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
1: Do you find yourself working tirelessly to keep your business going? Are you finding out that you don't have time for family, friends, any kind of personal life whatsoever? It's time to stop feeling trapped by your business. Tune in to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. You'll hear from guests that will help you work on your business instead of constantly in your business and get your life back while the business keeps running and humming. Reclaim Your Freedom airs live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Voice America Business.
3: Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes, How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. Does your business, like many face obstacles to becoming successful, would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Kadlik. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network.
1: This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to lori at meetlorywetzel.com. Again, that's lori at meetlorywetzel.com. Now, back to keeping it real.
2: Greetings, friends, and welcome back. Today, I have a very special guest with me. We're going to discuss multi million dollar real estate deals through rentals as well as other real estate investing strategies. Now, You may have always wanted to know how to be successful in real estate investing and just didn't know where to start. So I want you to listen very carefully to my guest, Kathy Fetke. She is the co-founder of Real Wealth Network. She is the author of the best-selling book, Retire Rich with Rentals. Uh, Kathy is also the host of the oldest running podcast for real estate investing called The Real Wealth Shell. Kathy is an active real estate investor. She is a licensed real estate agent, certified coach, and former mortgage broker. So she specializes in helping people build multi-million dollar real estate portfolios through creative financing and planning. Kathy was also recognized as one of Goldman Sachs 100 most intriguing entrepreneurs two years in a row. She is also featured on the big networks, CNN, Fox, CNBC, NPR, CBS, Market Watch, as well as the Wall Street Journal. Kathy, first, let me congratulate you on your Inc. 5000 status. I understand your company, Real Wealth Network, are uh, ranked uh, in the top 2% of the fastest growing small companies in America. Uh, so, congratulations with that. It's an honor to have you on our show.
4: Oh, thank you so much. We've um, had quite a few years. <laughs> it's been a, a lot of work. There's, a, you know, a lot of work that comes with fast
2: growth. But um, when you love your work, then it's more like play, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, give our listeners a little bit about your background and what makes you so passionate about real estate, Kathy.
4: Well, I think a lot of people just aren't aware, even even real estate agents aren't aware truly of the benefits of real estate uh, for building wealth, long-term wealth, and tax savings. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we've got headline news today on Donald Trump and the massive tax savings that he's received um, over the years from, you know, not only, you know, when things go well, but when he has massive losses, almost a billion dollars in loss and those losses carried forward 18 years, and uh, one of the richest people in the world paid no taxes. Now, I don't know how the public is going to respond to that, and in a way, I'm a little nervous because it may take away these benefits, <laughs> but, um, you know, but that's the fact that, uh, you know, I'm not sure how other investments, you know, work when it comes to losses, but I, knew, I do know that in real estate, um, you know, if things don't go as planned, uh, you can write you know, you can write that off and, and the losses. And, of course, there's many, many other tax benefits. But that's just one of the things. There's so many, so, so many reasons to invest.
2: Well, Kathy, can we talk about that a little bit? And politics aside, I have a, a very favorite phrase. And I, and I will tell people, I'll say, listen, I'm not Democrat. I'm not Republican. I am educated. So the yeah. key is understanding the IRS tax codes. The key yeah. is to understand real estate investing, so that should I have massive losses like Donald Trump? I mean, you can't. A politics aside, you can't be mad at the guy, really. Well, no, and, it, do anything illegal? You know that right. I mean, we don't know yet. But uh, you know, it, the
4: thing is that. that the USA is a a very unique place founded by people who didn't want to play by the rules of kings and queens, right? They wanted it to be uh, a place where the middle class could thrive. True. And so, you know, when you have business owners, they tend to take massive risk. And and so with that, you know, but, but if you don't take the risk... Then we don't also have the innovation that's made our country great. And so, you know, the, the tax code has honored that and said, you know, if you're going to take a risk, we support you in that, you know, and, and so, you know, for example, I just spoke with my nephew who is is San Francisco, you know, one of those little San Francisco startup guys and he raised a few hundred thousand dollars from venture capitalists. And if that company fails, which it is, uh, you know, he walks from that. He doesn't have to pay those investors back. It's understood. You know, you're taking a risk. We're taking a risk. It could go well. It could go not. But, uh, you know, that's the innovation that makes our country great. So it's the same thing with real estate, uh, that we have the opportunity to invest, to, to improve neighborhoods, to provide housing for people. And, you know, and, and with that comes tremendous tax benefits when things go well. But there's also tax benefits when they don't go well. So it's,
2: kind of a win-win. You touched on a very key point, risk tolerance. So let me just segue into that because I am interested in your perspective on what are the keys to success and mastering real estate investing. We've already talked about education for sure, but tell me more about understanding your risk tolerance because that is key.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, but As you said earlier, every, every investment uh, has intrinsic risk. I mean, that's fortunately or unfortunately, um, financial planners in Wall Street, you know, that, that invest your money and your, your retirement funds in the market have trained you that it's okay to lose you know, oh, you know, it comes back, it goes up, goes down, it's, it's, you know, keep it for the long hold and you'll be okay. Well, that didn't really turn out to be true in 2007 when people were ready to retire and bam, Mm. you know, 30 Mm. years later, there was nothing there, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and they they had to start all over again. So, uh, but because people have been brainwashed by their, you know, by Wall Street, that that's how it works. Um, they just don't even worry about it. Whereas in real estate, if they lose one month's rent, they freak out, you know, or if they, you know, have to do a repair, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. No, you know, this, is, these are expenses you need to understand and calculate and plan for. And then it's no big deal. It's just the same thing when you run a business, you know there's going to be expenses and you calculate that in your pro forma or in your business plan. So with real estate... Um, the more you do, the more you understand it so that you make good decisions or you partner with people who have done what you want to do many times, mm-hmm. um, then you can, you know, then you understand what you're doing and can pre- prepare and also know what to buy and what to not buy. Unfortunately, too many people don't take that step. And they just think that they understand enough or they believe somebody else. They trust implicitly without actually knowing how to do their homework. And that's where they get in trouble. So I would say, first and foremost, when starting as a real estate investor, get the basics. I, I wrote a book just so that people would have the very basics. It's a book you can read in a couple of hours. But that mm-hmm. way you'll know what, to, uh, you know what to do and what not to do. And most of that happens before you purchase.
2: Absolutely. Preparation is key. So share with the listeners the title of your book and where they can find it.
4: Oh, sure. It's Retire Rich with Rentals. It's on Amazon. And, um, and, and the idea is really to take you from it's, – it's very much an overview, but I can't tell you how many times – we have 24,000 investors in our network at Real Wealth Network, and unfortunately, I have so many people come to me and say, oh, you know, I just bought this, and I didn't know – some of these things before I bought, and it's like, ah, you know, you can't. We can't help you after you bought. We can help you before, you know. <laughs> Ooh, <Right>? Be proactive. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had people who didn't get an inspection. They didn't want to spend that $300, 400 bucks to get an inspection. Are you kidding? Unless you know. Construction inside and out, and can walk through that property and know exactly the condition is it it's in. You need an inspection.
2: You never just trust the seller, never. And and well, and not only that, you use that as a negotiation tool because if you find something in that inspection report and um, the seller didn't disclose that or weren't aware of it, it's a great negotiation tool to to lower that price. Oh, I can't, yeah, I can't
4: agree with you more. I, I had a, a friend, you know, I'm in California and our, our real estate market's crazy and she came to visit me and saw that the house next door just went on the market that afternoon and this is, this is a crazy market. So within hours, there was already five or six offers and she wanted that house. So I, I did exactly what you said. I said, let's go in high, real high. Let's outbid all of these people and then we'll work it down once you're, once you've got it locked up, you can't do anything unless you're in contract. But once you're right. in contract, now let's get five or six inspectors out here, really good ones. One for, you know, structural and, and, and uh, you know, environmental. I mean, we, we brought, this, she had five inspectors. And let me tell you, we got that price down, which we couldn't have done had we not
2: been in contract. So, yes, get your inspections. <laughs> you know, to you and I, that's common sense. But the key is, once again, people who are willing to invest in themselves. I have a saying that the best piece of real estate that you invest in is the six inches between your ears. Because you got it. <laughs>
4: I've
2: gotta, been doing it a long time and I've not heard that one. That's excellent. <laughs> Said you've got to be willing to invest in yourself you've got to be willing to invest in the knowledge not just trust your best friend for 10 years and they say that they're a real estate investor and they know what they're doing because the key is The market changes. Real estate investing is cyclical. The economy is cyclical. You've got to be able to apply the appropriate strategies with the appropriate property in the appropriate economy. So bottom line, you've got to to master real estate investing. Understand your risk. You've got to overcome your fear of failure. Right. Because fear stops a lot of people. Accept responsibility for your own deals and not just trust, you know, whoever uh, someone says, oh, I'm an expert. Sure. But you got to know how to fish, not just have someone give you a fish. You want to be willing to be persistent and why are you doing this? What's your why? What's your purpose? Mm -hmm. Before Mm -hmm. you're moving forward with this. So uh, I could just have a conversation with you all day, Kathy. But (laughs) my show won't allow me to. I only have an hour. So when we come (laughs) back from the break, we're going to talk about some traditional ways of finding good multi-unit properties. We're going to talk about how you value your properties how you do your analysis with that and so we'll cover some of that uh when when we return back from the break stay tuned
3: voice america business network the bottom line in business
1: Do you
4: feel overwhelmed by money? Not how much you have, but how to talk about it? We face financial decisions every single day that can change the game for us. Listen for Making Money Fun with Shanna Tingem. You'll learn more about what you can do with your money and ultimately what it can do for you. Don't cower under a rock about investing in personal finance. Talk about it with your family, your friends, and more listen every friday at 3 p.m pacific time 6 p.m eastern on the voice america business channel
3: bob pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight talking business consultant and author working with some of the top fortune 500 companies
0: Did you know that nearly three quarters of U.S. consumers have less than $1,000 in their retirement plans? No matter what stage of life you're in, listening to The Steady Investor can help. Hosts Mitch Zacks and Mark Vickery, along with their guest experts, discuss what you need to know to warm up that nest egg. It doesn't matter when you start. You just need to start. Tune in to The Steady Investor, Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Business.
3: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
1: This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real.
2: Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Kathy Fetke, who is the co-founder and co-CEO of Real Wealth Network. Uh, The Real Wealth Network was recently recognized in the Inc. 5000. You can look it up online. Uh, They are a real estate investing club that helps its members earn monthly passive income from investment properties uh, based out of California, California. So she is such a joy to have a conversation with because uh, people who are in real estate and real estate investing, we just love to, to talk about houses and properties and deals. So what are some of the traditional ways of finding good multi-unit properties? Well, you
4: know, I, I want to just say first... If you're new to real estate investing, don't start with a multifamily. You know, that, that to me is a huge mistake. There's a lot more to it. Um, it's, it's a much bigger animal. And uh, while it can be fabulously profitable, there's also more risk. And so there's a lot to learn. As a real estate investor, if you 're going to go look for a multifamily don't don 't do it by yourself. Do it with somebody who's done it before. Um, partnership is not the worst thing in the world uh, i 'm not a big fan of partnership unless you partner with someone who 's done what you want to do many times and successfully. So I say that because i 've seen lots of people lose everything jumping into multifamily and not understanding that beast. Um, so with that said, um, I, I feel that if somebody needs to know the first steps in in buying multifamily, then don't buy it <laughs> because the first mm-hmm. step would be you need to be educated far more than I could possibly share on this show. Um, well that said. Would be the first step.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because the calculations are different. You you're yeah. using. Uh, Math in a different way, you're using ratios in a different way. So, absolutely spot on. Thank you for that clarification. But for some of us on the line who may be seasoned investors and they're interested in creating passive income, where would you start? Well, again, um, there's some
4: research that's come out recently. Uh, this is uh, the um, Harvard. Uh, study for real estate comes out every year and um, they, they had a very interesting study on demand for single family rentals versus multifamily. So back in the 70s, Um, If you were going to be a real estate investor, you would most likely need to focus on multifamily and become an expert there or do what my dad did, invest with other people and, you know, together buy a big multifamily and so forth and and be in a syndication or a REIT. Um, Then in the 80s, there started to be a little bit more demand for single-family homes as rentals. In the 90s, a little bit more. Um, But then... What happened and the way the world shifted here in the U.S. is that in the, the, obviously everybody knows this now, but in the 2000s, you could go from owning, you know, from renting a little, you know, apartment and all of a sudden become a homeowner. It was totally easy. You just walked into a bank, signed some paperwork, and voila, you were a homeowner. So a whole lot of renters became homeowners in the 2000s, and we had the highest homeownership rate in history. Um, or at least in recent history, it was it was almost 70% of homeowners. But, of course, because those homeowners weren't actually qualified to be homeowners, many of them, as many, more than 5 million, lost those homes. Yes. But they had already gone from apartment living to single-family home living and didn't really want to go back. So in 2010, you know, since then, there has been more demand for single-family home rentals than apartments. So, you know, and what's even been more shocking is that the returns have been higher on single family homes than apartments. And that's why you saw Wall Street for the first time ever in history start to invest in single-family homes. We never thought they would do that. It was a mom-and-pop business until then. But when they saw that the yields and returns were far, far higher in single-family, that's where they put their money. And now that's not to say that there's not still apartments out there and um, there's not not still good deals. Um, It's just that for a period of time, there was a window that it was actually a better deal to invest in single-family um, now now that 's starting to change a little just because single family home prices have increased so much that now yields have gone down, um, but that 's the same for for multifamily prices have gone up you 've got foreign investors from all over the world just throw, pouring their money into the u s because they can 't find yield anywhere else in the world, so they 're pouring it into u s real estate and so there are massive bubbles and i again i 'm I am pro-real estate 100%, but I am pro-making money at real estate, not losing it. And there are lots of ways to, to lose it today if you don't know what you're doing. So you got to stay away from bubbles. And they're out there, and a lot of it has to do with foreign money.
2: Yeah, I think it's safe to say that America is on sale. I've heard that before. Uh, foreign investors are snapping up. American properties uh, like crazy because of the return on investment that they have the ability to receive. And you've got countries from from all over the world. In in fact, this particular show being on the internet, uh, I have many of my listeners uh, are in Europe as well as China. So um, you're absolutely right with foreign investors. So as Americans, we ought to invest in learning how to understand real estate, because here's the other factor that was involved, er, that is currently involved now. And yes, I totally agree with you about everybody uh, back in 2000 could you know walk into a bank and we called them ninja loans, uh, no income, no job, no assets. You just walk yeah. in, sign your name, and poof, you you had a mortgage. But people lost those homes, generations, the parents lost their homes. So now on top of that, you have the younger generation who typically could have a safety net of moving back in with their parents, but now no longer because the parents have lost their homes. So you've got more rentals. The parents are renting. The kids are renting. Uh, And it could be multi-unit or a single-family property, either one. Then you throw on top of that immigration. We're at a highest immigration level. We are also at the highest baby boom, uh, larger than the one after World War II. So, we got a lot of people in America and not as much as we used to in terms of housing. So, there's a little bit of a housing shortage, which is why rentals are becoming very popular. But, say for example, if you're looking to find those properties, would you search websites, would you search ads? Uh, would you have a good real estate broker on your team? Real estate investment clubs? Where would you look or all of those places?
4: Uh, yeah, and, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that you have listeners from all over the world because so do I on on my podcast, The Real Wealth Show, and we've worked with Australians and Chinese Trying to help them to make smarter decisions because they don 't understand the values, just like a Californian would go to Ohio and think they 're getting a bargain, no matter what um, you you have to know the local market, so Chinese yes. investors and you know Australians look at our market and say, "Wow, this is cheaper than um, you know, then at home, then, you know, in Sydney, Australia, well, I can get some deals in the U.S., but what they don't understand is the local market. They, they could still be overpaying. So, yes. um, you know, first and foremost, I mean, that, that is what Real Wealth Network, uh, that's how we emerged as a business, is helping people from out of state or out of the country understand values and understand which markets are, are still good markets for buying and which have, have just been, you know, overbought prices are way beyond value uh, and where you're going to just lose your shirt, you know? And so yes. yeah, we give away a tremendous amount of data on where are the jobs going? Where's the population going? And where is it still affordable? Where is there still going to be a rise in home prices? And where is it going to start dropping? And it, that's already happening happening. Um, back in 2006, we warned Californians, as many as we could, sell your California property. It's peaked. But in Texas, the opposite was happening. And in Dallas, it was the time to buy. So we helped people sell at the peak and 1031 exchange tax deferred into buying properties in Texas. Those people never felt the subsequent crash because it didn't happen in Texas. They sold mm-hmm. right before the crash in California and bought right before the boom in Texas and tripled or not, I mean quadrupled, if not quintupled, their cash flow in that process. So, you know, we share that data so that you don't buy in San Francisco, don't buy in New York, Seattle, Portland, L.A., these Miami. They, it's too late. You know, it's too late. They're already softening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're not going to get yield. You're not going to get cash flow and you're not going to get price appreciation. So what are you doing?
1: You're just asking <laughs>
4: to lose money. But Mm. if you buy in areas where there is job growth, like Reno, Nevada, we are heavily invested there. Um, We're helping investors buy and find deals in Reno and, um, you know, other, other, even Chicago has got great, you know, great little neighborhoods in Chicago
2: for investors. That's right. That's right. Yeah,
4: you're in a Mm -hmm. great market. So. Um, but, you know, that's because there's certain, and not all of Chicago, there's parts of Chicago that you should not buy today because it's already happened. <laughs> you mm-hmm. missed it,
2: right? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Timing is everything. Yes.
4: Yeah. Mm. People used to say that location was everything. I think it's timing.
2: Yes, I totally agree. Now, let's talk a little bit about property analysis and property evaluations. And we're not going to be able to get real deep into it because we're getting ready to go to a break in one minute. But I want to hear uh, with our students, we share with them about looking at certain pieces of data, particularly in multi-units, and five units and above. So if you're dealing with your regular single-family residence or if you're dealing with a, a duplex or a triplex, you could possibly just go ahead and use your comparative market analysis or comps uh, where you're looking at evaluating your properties but when you're dealing with five units or more, you're going to use a totally different approach in terms of your capitalization uh, rate. Um, you're going to look at different uh, documents. You're going to look at the, your income statements so that you see the income expenses in, of the property. You're going to look at the balance sheets. You're going to look at the rent rolls. You're going to look at the operating statements in two to three years minimum because you want to see the historical trends with your tenants. Um, is What else would you tend to look at? Is there anything else, or would you disagree, agree?
4: Yeah, I agree with all that. I mean, you know, just like, I hate to bring up his name again, but, just like Donald Trump, you can talk all day about how rich you are, how great this property is performing, or how great your business is, until you look at the tax returns. And so, you know, when when, it, when somebody's trying to sell you an apartment or a building or an investment of any kind, you ask for those tax returns. You don't just ask for a spreadsheet. And it's the tax return that's going to tell you the truth. Mm. So, you know, absolutely make sure you get hard evidence, because when it comes to apartments, um, it's pretty easy to um, fluff the numbers up. Let's just put it that way. Mm. Um, So that's one thing. Um, The other is... When we buy apartments, you know, unfortunately, cap rates are not that great in general in a multifamily across the U.S., again, because of so much investor money driving prices up and Mm -hmm. buying apartments for far more than they're worth. And so cap rates have been ridiculous. I mean, if you're going to, I don't get it. I don't understand why anyone would buy an apartment with a cap rate of like 2 or 3%, which is what they do in California. And it's even happening in Texas and other areas where they're just not asking for much return. Um, now, you could just have one thing go wrong. I had an apartment building where the uh, the gas leak burst, and, and that was an unexpected expense. Now, if I had a two-cap apartment, you know, <laughs> there goes the, the, any profit for the next 10 years, you know? Absolutely. So we ask for, um, when we buy multifamily, because I'm way, I, I way prefer single family, but when we uh, buy multifamily, we only buy it if we can improve it substantially. Substantially, and if we can if we can buy that building for undervalue and whatever the reason, maybe it's outdated or maybe it's mismanaged, and we know we can come in and improve it and and manage it and get it leased out at higher rents, and now the value is higher. So you have forced the appreciation on that property. That's a deal. So I, I, our group we do group you know syndications where more than one investor comes in. You know because most people don't can't acquire a large building on their own. They need partners. Um, we bought a, an apartment across from Google in Mountain View, California. I mean, you could not talk about a more expensive market. It is the most expensive market in the U.S., and we paid $150 million for that building. It was a two-cap so you might be going, "Wait, you just told me you don't do that." Well, the difference is that it's across from Google. Google's mm-hmm. expanding. It's the future. And you know what? There's no housing at all in Mountain View or anywhere near. I mean, that's the problem. Rents are going up. There's no place for people to live in the Silicon Valley. But we found an apartment that um, is low-rise and had a bunch of park. Now, I love parks and grass and trees, but when you are, are in an area like Google where there's no housing, well, that's an opportunity. So we spoke with the, obviously before we bought it, we spoke with the uh, planning commission and you know the, the city planners, and they wanted more density. So this 200 or so unit building, um, we just submitted to, to put up 700 units. Um, Now now we're talking some big dollars. So it Mm. wasn't the cap rate we were going after. It was the, we're going to improve this, we're going to create higher density, and Mm -hmm. the the value is going to go up dramatically.
1: Mm,
2: I love it. I love that example because you didn't uh, rely just on one criteria or factor. Google is huge. I mean... Really, and to be able to do that uh, just literally across the street from them, that was a sweet deal, absolutely, regardless of the cap rate. And and I'm not going to lie, it's terrifying as
4: well, but what's nice, you know, a lot of people choose land and land banking. I mean, we do a lot of land development, trust me, at Real Wealth Network, We, we love it, but... There's people who invest in land banking, which is like you buy land and sit on it and hope it is valuable later. I mean, that's that's a terrible investment, in my opinion. What I liked about this apartment is, let's just say that the city said, nope, we changed our mind. We don't want higher density. We don't want anything different here. We like this old building that, you
2: know, <laughs> that's low-rise. Who rise would and say that? But, yeah, go
4: ahead. <laughs> let's just say that they said, nah, we're not going to let you... We're going to keep it as is. Well, guess what? It was still cash flowing. 2%, not much, but we weren't sitting on land with expenses uh, draining our bank accounts. It was still paying for itself and cash flowing a little bit. And so during the entitlement process, during this whole time of working with the city and negotiating back and forth, we're not losing money, we're making money a little bit, but That's the thing I don't get about land banking. You're just gonna sit and pay property taxes and, uh, no. Whatever you buy must generate income.
2: Must generate income. If that's one thing you remember, (laughs) that's the key. You know, and that's the key, whether it's multifamily units or a single family residence. I think so many people forget about controlling their time frame and they've calculated the holding cost or maybe they didn't. But if you're holding on to that property without applying your exit strategies and you're carrying that holding cost, you're going to kill your deal. And not even realize it unless you control your real estate deal. It's why you've got to be educated so you know what those exit strategies are. So you know your numbers and ability to make a profit. Because, right, this is not a hobby. We're in this to make money. I totally agree. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have a few minutes left. Please tell me about your Real Wealth Network. I know that you have a foundation and that you support several nonprofit organizations. Uh, We have about four minutes. Tell me a little bit about that, Kathy.
4: Sure. Well, Real Wealth Network was created because I just felt like there there was no place for people to get the real information from experts who are actually making money in real estate investing, I mean so many real estate clubs and groups and trainings and boot camps they're taught by people who've may, maybe never even done a deal. Uh, they make their money selling the education and, um, and 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 sometimes very outdated education and what we found is that this world today it's moving faster than uh, than most people can keep up with and they think that last year's news is today's news it's not it changes so fast and and so uh, we created Real Wealth Network to help people stay on top of markets, on top of trends and changes, because if you don't, you'll you'll get stuck in the past, and the past is not... I, I mean, you know, just look back even five years ago, even three years ago, um, there were markets that were hot then and that are terrible today. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you weren't paying attention, you'd still be investing in those markets. Um, and so, you know, you just... We created it to give you information you need to stay ahead. Um, So realwealthnetwork.com is the website, and it's just full of data and information just in a really easy-to-understand format. I write blogs, and I simplify the the information to make it easy for busy people. Um, And then I've got, like I said, the the Real Wealth Show on iTunes. Uh, But Real Wealth Network is free to join and then, again, you get access to the data. You can speak one-on-one with one of our investment counselors, and they are experienced real estate investors as well. There's no catch. We're not trying to sell any coaching program or anything like that. In fact, uh, we have a lot of millennials that work for us, and at our last staff retreat, they said, you know, we've always talked about how we're not, in the business of selling boot camps and education, but we give away a lot of education. But we had this Real Wealth Investor Academy, which is the much higher level. And it was the millennials who said, hey, let's just make this more affordable for everybody. So we changed it to $10 a month. And then we went further. These young people, young adults were like, well, since we don't really, this isn't our profit center, what if we just donated that? And it was like, yeah, we want to prove to the world that We make our money investing, and we—that's how we want you making money too. And the educational piece, well, 100% of that, not profit, 100%, goes to uh, our our real wealth foundation, which is you know that supports Habitat for Humanity, helping you know some of the poorest people in the the country get get a roof over their heads. And then um, we also support Operation Smile, which helps children who have cleft palates, and are um, you know sometimes in certain cultures considered um uh like de- like demon possessed because of that and they they will sometimes you know kill those children or um you know disown them so for $240 you can fix their mouth and they get to be part of society again and they get to live so we donate to that wonderful organization in fact my daughter's going on a mission there uh, to Thailand next month to uh, help educate those kids and and support them through the surgery. So anyway, yes, we have a foundation. So you, as an investor, you get to have access to really high-level education where I interview CPAs and attorneys and asset protection specialists and and, uh, financing experts and property manager tips and all that kind of thing for $10 a month, and 100% of that goes to
2: these um, charities. I love it. Thank you so much, Kathy. We are out of time. Thank you once again for being on our show. It has been an honor and pleasure, and I'm sure that our paths will cross again in the future. That's it, listeners, for today, and let me close our show with two of my favorite quotes. You cannot have a million-dollar dream and a minimum wage work ethic. Keep that in mind. And number two, Anyone can find the dirt in someone, be the one that finds the goal. Take care until next time. You've been listening to Lori Wetzel with Keeping It Real with Lori. Take care.
1: Thank you so much for tuning into to Keeping It Real. Be sure to join Lori Wetzel again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Central, and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. We know you'll learn something new every week, so we'll meet here again soon. Until then, focus on keeping it real and live a life of success.